0: To the days past tune my name is will my name is travis and on this podcast we have adult conversations about yesterday's animations and also welcome to twenty ah, twenty, happy New Year to you. Yeah, happy New Year. It's not New Year's Eve, but we are still ringing in the New Year. Yep. ringing in twenty twenty. Yeah, my favorite of the news magazine shows. <laughs> I like it more than Dateline. that's not true. I like Keith <laughs> Keith Morrison on uh, on Dayline. So yeah, uh, but yeah, twenty twenty is pretty good. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we're ringing it in with Jim and the holograms. Yeah, Our sure. Our favorite ladies he in Toondam. I love the show, man. It's a great show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hasbro. You know, this year we have covered on this particular season, we've covered a little bit of Transformers, a little bit of GI Joe. Talked about how Hasbro was trying to feed the obsessive masses. Yeah. That of the boys, though. I'm yeah. sure there were some ladies that like that stuff. Small ladies that like that <laughs> stuff too. But, Gem and the holograms were made, in a lab. In a lab, late one <laughs> night, for. Little girls to buy and enjoy. Yeah. They basically look like Barbies, the toys, mm-hmm. uh, but they were outrageous. Truly, 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 outrageous. <laughs> truly outra- I am outraged by this cartoon and by the very concept of this show. Uh-huh.
1: Outrageous! This is outrageous. Outrageous!
0: 85 cents? That is Outrageous! Outrageous! Out- Truly outrageous. The episode is entitled Island of Deception, originally broadcast on November 8th, 1986. A very heavy. <laughs> it sounds like somebody's being hard betrayed uh-huh, here, like yeah. a, a years long relationship betrayed. A lot of cartoons have episodes that are music centered. Mm-hmm. We've had one this season with the Ghostbusters episode that yeah. featured the siren. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. But pretty much every episode of Jim is music-centric in some way. You're going to get two to three songs in, in all Jim episodes. Yeah, yeah. and it's I, I always look forward to it, even when they're not great. Me too. Which is often. <laughs> but this show, if you are not aware of what Jim is, if this is your first time joining us on uh, a New Year's episode... If you've been living under a rock... Yeah. Why? I mean, firstly, just go back. Just go back to episode 54 and then the first time we did it. Yes. You know, like we've done this twice. hmm Get the net. <laughs> it is a show about two bands... Of brightly dressed women. With face mascara all over. Uh, yeah, like cheekbones <laughs> highlighted by bright colors that only shrimp can see. Uh-huh. They break into music videos spontaneously. Mm-hmm. We don't know if any of the things that happen during these music videos actually happen. Or if it's an hallucination <laughs> brought on to the, you by the While the they're just yeah. singing, yeah. <laughs> One of these bands has a holographic robot fairy godmother named Synergy. Uh-huh. Oh, you don't say? I I do say. (laughs) You do say? I promise. And that would be Jim and the Holograms. And there's no reason to go to the background. Just know that there's an AI that is a hologram that creates holograms, (laughs) both aural and visual, and they are solid. And, hey, that's how a band works. (laughs) The other band is constantly committing criminal acts against Jim and the Holograms. That, of course, is the Misfits. dare I say, making better music. Always. They they have proven this. Like Because the last time we covered this show, the Misfits had no songs. It was all Jim and it all sucked. Well, they were busy writing.
1: They're busy writing for the,
0: you know. (laughs) They're they're preparing for the new album. Uh Yeah, on this show, uh, we'll get to those songs. It is no question, should be no argument, who has the better material. Yeah. It's the Misfits. Mm -hmm. And yet, the Misfits, they act like nobody's paying them attention, that they need to literally commit crimes Uh to get attention and to be a successful band false imprisonment uh, the, the I list mean, goes on we've and got on. like to defame them to uh. steal gigs from them or in the case of this episode to almost commit murder it's it's at least an attempted manslaughter uh-huh. <laughs> now, i grew up i'm a musician and i grew up wanting to be in the music business I did not, I spent very little time, if any, thinking about how that actually happens. Yeah. I just assumed that because people said I was good at what I did, I would be playing in a band by the time I was 24 and we would be touring all over.
1: You just you just figured it, it went from like here to sleeping on a couch in LA and then making it.
0: Yeah, I didn't even, th- <laughs> I probably would have skipped the couch. My, it wasn't even a matter of, well, Will's so good. It's like, well, that's just how it works. If you're at all good, this is just how it works. Not how it works. But maybe I just wasn't hustling like the misfits are because I didn't commit. Any crimes that I can think of. Yeah, you, you weren't you weren't trying to kill your competition. No, okay. I wasn't, no. like, telling a manager, I'm going to commit a crime and you're going to help me or else I'm finding a new manager. Yeah. Which is what they are doing to their manager all the time. Maybe you weren't wearing enough face paint. Well, I mean, I wish this was the way the, <laughs> that the music business worked as far as entertainment goes. Mm-hmm. Because watching the headlines from Entertainment Tonight. Yeah. Yeah. I would every day just be like, oh, okay. By the way, I'm about to do an example. Okay. Every time we cover music, Travis, do I seem like I'm up on modern music? No. 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 I think my one reference point is Uh the name Ariana Grande. Uh (laughs) And then I'll usually say somebody like the Rolling Stones or Led Zeppelin. Yeah. Because I'm an older white guy. Now, I have prepared for this episode. Okay. I have written a list of current pop acts for me to pull names from, if I need to make an example. Okay. Okay. So, like, I've got like a good twenty names here, probably. The reference hat. I yeah. love it. Everybody from Ed Sheeran to Demi Lovato. Oh. Just okay. pulling those out of the hat okay. here. Okay. So when I make these references, yeah, just go with it. The kids are gonna, yeah, the kids are gonna know what I'm talking about. What the Misfits do is like. Um oh let's say the Jonas brothers. We go together <laughs> <Better than laughs> it's so forth I I love it. Showing up it. to play Madison Square Garden uh-huh. and the promoter says, Oh, I'm sorry. Hey, I'm- Cardi B showed up like 10 minutes ago and they said they were playing, so you lost your gig. That that's what they do or try to do every episode. It's just show up first, or they think that they're not getting let in on something. Uh And it's like they write the better music. They're the bad girls. They they have everything going for them. Mm -hmm. And I feel like if they had a manager, because Eric Raymond, who we've talked about many times, is their manager. Yeah. It's cocaine. He's a coke master. (laughs) Yeah. He's coke master. He I've said before that I think I would want him as a manager because he'll go to any lengths, Uh including hiring someone to create a time machine for the sake of the band bribery. He'll go anywhere. He'll do anything. But I'm starting to think that maybe you don't need a yes man when you are in the music biz, because supposedly. They're not doing well. I think if they just had like a manager who would just say no Uh when they proposed a new way to fly a helicopter into Jim's house or whatever it was (laughs) and just said, no, you got to write music and show up to gigs and record the shit. You guys have something. (laughs) And put some pants on. I was trying to look up for examples of funny examples, even Mm -hmm. of bands that have feuds with each other and get into scrapes or whatever. There's not. In any that are really very interesting, I mean, Oasis and Blur yeah. didn't like each other, but usually it's just talking shit to each other in the press. Megadeth, Metallica, you could go that route, right? right? I guess, but did they get into fist fights? No, I guess not. As, like, as bands? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I mean, Megadeth's always changing their lineup anyway, so... Yeah. The closest thing I could even think of was the Norwegian black metal scene where murders were committed back during the 90s and church burnings, murders between bands, these kinds of things. So that's the closest thing to what the Misfits have going on. They are using the Norwegian black metal model Uh of how to make it in the music business. Uh All right. So this episode, Imagine. Kesha, with the dollar sign, (laughs) telling her manager that she wants to go on a cruise because she thinks that Lana Del Rey is doing a publicity stunt by going on a cruise to arrive at her concert. Yeah. That's this episode. That's what happens. The Misfits say.
1: There's got to be a reason the holograms are taking this tub instead of a jet.
0: It's some kind of publicity stunt and the Misfits are going to cash in on it. And I kind of agree with them because a cruise is not a sign of upward mobility as a pop artist. Uh-uh. Playing cruises, <laughs> it's not where the money is made. It's not where where legends are forged. Even when they first started around this
1: time frame, no, that's that's not. Yeah, you didn't no, no. want to play a gig on no, there. No, it's the
0: worst gig. Now, Travis, you have been on a couple cruises, yes, sir. I have. Not so long ago. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to ask you. How true is this episode's representation of cruise life? Mm -hmm.
1: How close is it to your experience? 100%. Spatially and everything.
0: Spatially, (laughs) uh, the (laughs) amount of (laughs) pop stars roaming the... No, so first off...
1: I think there was like four tables set up in, that, in the dining area. Mm-hmm. No, there's not There's not that much room. I mean, between each table, you're looking at two to three feet. In between so it's like sardine <laughs> yes. can. Okay. Yes.
0: Okay. Well, I've, I've never been on a cruise. I stay off of boats for the most part. Mm-hmm. We all know what's in the ocean, yep. sharks, and everything else that comes along with that. <laughs> so I, I blame them for anything that happens to them. And no pop stars. I've never seen a pop star on, never. on my, my cruise. Never seen my a myself. pop star myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> on the cruise, the holograms are favored by the captain. They say...
1: Captain Warren says his granddaughter gave him our album for Christmas.
0: And now he's our fan. And the crew quarters are plastered with our posters. Uh,
1: I'm honored by your presence, ladies.
0: I don't know if these men at sea are (laughs) just... Into your posters because of how much they love your, your singles. Music, yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe so. maybe they do like your music. I don't know. <laughs> like, it just doesn't seem quite right to me. But I don't know. The captain seems like a nice guy. Yeah, <laughs> I love that the misfits are throwing a very intentional tantrum because they're not sitting at the captain's table. Oh yeah, it is. They're the worst. <laughs> They're so shitty. They're the fucking sex pistols. They're so <laughs> shitty. Just, oh, this place sucks. It's, it's, it's a shame that this place has to suck so much. Like, just <laughs> throwing bread. Yeah, throwing oh, yeah. food around. It's terrible. And so they comment on the music sucking. It's fit for a funeral, I believe uh-huh, they say. Yeah. <laughs> and so he takes that opportunity to invite Jim and the holograms to perform a song. Yep. Whether they had a song prepared or whether this is something they just made up on the spot? A, a jam. You think it's a jam? Okay, because yeah, it is so. about the ocean. Uh-huh. Uh, it is introduced by Jim in with a pretentiousness that only a pop star can bring—like wide-eyed innocence of, well, of course you want to hear me talk about how history has always looked up on the ocean as a mysterious, beautiful place.
1: Throughout history, the sea has lured hearts with its promise of romance and adventure.
0: And then ride right to Hallucination City, baby. Yeah, all the ladies in the band are dressed as either pirates or wenches. <laughs> they are playing on a pirate ship.
1: Set your sails for adventure. <laughs>
0: the music is awful. Uh, this is one of my least favorite kind of musics. Mm-hmm. When I was growing up, I would be in the backseat. My mom would be driving around in the car here in the area, in the DFW area. Uh, KVIL was the station. hmm and it was soft rock. Soft jams, baby. Like so man. And it was it is mom rock. That's what <laughs> this is. Like, Diet Coke is mom water. And this music is mom rock.
1: Set your for that far Where will be one. Well, we don't want to, yeah,
0: yeah. I want White Snake to cover it. I want David Coverdale to be <laughs> belting that son- out. Bravo. bravo, bravo, all of you! You ladies have done wonderful. Uh, it's just, it's just so bad. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I've certainly heard worse music, maybe even on this show. But it's, it's some of it's the production, and and it's true to the time. Set your
1: sales.
0: It's yeah, it's a, a schlock fest. Oh, well, yeah. Like- but hey, it's a great way to start off this episode, yeah. you know, because we're on this ship and we're, we're out there in the sea. Somebody's got a, it, it's, it, they're like the mermaids or the sirens, yeah. you know, that are lulling us into a false sense of security because <laughs> something bad's about to happen. And you know something bad's about to happen when a rock-faced British crew member uh-huh. shows up with a evil smile on his with face with his hat off the whole holding in front of him yeah. like ma'am can i ask you a question yeah this guy has the face of the man <laughs> who is shoveling coal into the furnace at the bowels of the ship like that's who he should be yeah and he shows up and i love i love there's two great british accents uh-huh. he's one of them in this yep. particular episode good old Krebs. oh man yes Krebs. Uh-huh. what a name to give to this one-off character <laughs> and he he shows up and tells them to get into an extra boat, like one of these, I guess, a boat you would take to escape a, a failing ship, Uh-huh. to get in there and hide because it's the captain's birthday and they need to jump out and <laughs> wish him a happy birthday. <laughs> when he goes by. Yeah. yeah. Very naive on their I part. Gotta like say, ladies, I gotta say, ladies, you're too trusting. Uh, I mean, look at him. Listen to him. Excuse me, ladies. <laughs> the Excuse me, ladies. Was wondering, it's the captain's birthday and we'd like to surprise him. Sure. What do you want us to do? Now. When the captain comes by, you just pop up and sing happy birthday. This won't take too long, will it? It'll be over in 10 minutes. I promise you that. Listen to him. He's tripping with evil. Good job, Krebs. We aim to please. Okay, now beat it. Keep in touch. (laughs) Not likely. This guy is greasy. He is a slimy man. He is just, I poured something in your drinks. Drink up. If you could just step right over here for me, much obliged. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> just, I um, mean, yeah, he's a chimney, he's an evil chimney sweep that happens to work on this boat. But I love the interaction he has with the misfits afterwards because they have paid him. They've hired his his services as mm-hmm. a crew member. I, they could have gotten anybody to do this, I guess, but they found the right guy, obviously, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to tell th- to trick them into doing that. They they paid him to have these ladies get in the boat. Forty bucks. Well, it looks like yeah, she hands him like a, a small bill of some kind, yeah. and the way that she reacts to him when he's like, "See you next time," or whatever it is, she goes, not likely. I. Lo-. It's a really good character moment, actually, because she. Pizzazz is the leader of the misfits, green hair. And she is such a brat, so spoiled that, like, she will hire someone to do her dirty work, but she will also look down on them as they do it. Like, uh-huh. yeah, don't even fucking look at me, you piece of junk. She's got panache. She's got panache, that Pizzazz. Mm-hmm. Uh, sadly, the voice actor that played Pizzazz, Patricia Alice Albrecht, she passed away just this Christmas. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace. She did a great job on this series. And on this episode, I think she's really funny on this episode. I I will say that moment certainly highlights that. So this man, I just got to look at his character for a (laughs) second, because this man, I know working on a ship probably isn't like the best gig in the world. Who knows what position he holds? But he is being bribed into assisting with an attempted manslaughter. Uh-huh. I mean, that's what they would probably be charged with, at least. Yeah. Uh, with what happens. Accessory, for sure. Yes. Yeah. And so he's just fine with that. He's willing to, this is, we've said it before, this is a band of Tanya Harding's. Uh-huh. This is, he is the guy who, who swung the wrench or whatever. It wasn't a wrench, was it? That they, he wouldn't have used a wrench no. to <laughs> it, yeah. it. was a bat. I think it was a bat. <laughs> a wrench. That, that puts him at even, a, like, it's a mechanic that did it. That's that's who this guy is, because the plan is to get the ladies onto the boat, and then the misfits themselves are going to release the boat into the water as a prank, mm-hmm. so they say. Yeah. This thing goes sideways fast. The boat and the situation the both go sideways. Yeah, yep. everything goes sideways, yes. <laughs> so they end up all falling into the water. The boat's destroyed or lost or whatever, mm-hmm. and then the, the major ship— passes them and pizzazz even tries to hold the boat in she tries she really realized well she's she's looking out for number one she's (laughs) only holding onto the boat because it's going to keep her from falling into the ocean yeah and that's where this episode gets cooking Mm -hmm. because it's not a ship episode It is, uh... Gilligan's Island time, baby. Yeah, it's Gilligan's Island. It's what happens after a ship episode. Yeah. You know, after... It's a trick. (laughs) Yeah. It's a switcheroo on you, because it's like, oh, it's a ship episode. Oh, my God, it's a desert island episode. We got two bands of pop stars on a desert island. So this is, I'd say, better than Castaway. Yeah. Better than Survivor. Yeah. And shares a lot of similarities with one of my very favorite books, Lord of the Flies. Mm, yeah, it does. There are warthogs or, or, or boars or whatever on this island. Island that, pigs. In the bushes, just making noises that are very scary. Like, I wished that by the end of this, there was somebody's head on a spike. Yeah. You know, and like a bloody handprint of uh, that's the <laughs> mark of their new tribe or whatever. Yeah. I wanted them just to go full tribal with it. Right. But that is where we're be- really beginning here. All of these ladies are on a desert island with no way to get off and no way to contact the outside world. Can you imagine any pop star or any pop group, whatever, landing on an island with no means besides what's on the island and surviving?
1: Uh-uh.
0: <laughs> no! They need their handlers just to wake up in the morning and tell them what what talk show they're going to. Like, I can't—well, I don't know. Could I imagine—Travis, could you imagine— uh, What'd you got over there? Uh, Rihanna surviving on an island alone? Uh, 28 days. 28 days. Tops. How about uh, Kendrick Lamar? How long would he survive? One day. Uh, what about uh, 21 pilots? How long would they survive? 21 days. Uh, okay. Well, sounds like you're kind of in the same zone there. <laughs> Seriously, like that. I wouldn't, I don't have internet service for five minutes. I'm pretty pissed off and I'm kind of <laughs> frazzled. Like, and I imagine a lot of them are the same way. Well, they get to work right away. They're very capable, yeah. uh, un- unrealistically capable. You said
1: they're surprisingly good at yes, this shit.
0: surprisingly and unrealistically and <laughs> doubtfully good at surviving on an island. I mean, good hats off to them. They all know what they're doing. They all go to different sections to start, you know. Yes, they easily divide up uh, yeah, labor. Uh, I couldn't, divide and conquer. I mean, they're faced not only with the warthogs. They're, <laughs> there's tons. There's, there's a spider. Yeah. There's an alligator snake. at one point. There's a snake. There are... A ton of mosquitoes. These, if nothing else, whatever they do, malaria. these ladies are coming back with <laughs> malaria hard. Yeah. Like it's going to hide somewhere in them, and two yeah, weeks later, uh-huh. going to pop out. Everyone's got fevers of 103. Oof. Because they're hot blooded. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then the song starts. Well, I'm see. These ladies are very capable. Yeah, you know what? It was very surprising how capable they were at surviving. But, Will? We're we're gonna do we're gonna do this right now. We're gonna ask the age old question here: What are the three Tune characters you'd bring with you on a deserted island, and why?
0: Do I bring them all at once, or do I bring them uh, In like phases? A, like, well, each one is like the top three ones that I would bring because that's what I did. Yeah, that's so. That- <laughs> How about this? Whatever you whatever you have is yes. what we'll do. Okay, got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Uh,
1: I'll go first here, buddy. Uh, number one for me is listen, man, you're gonna need transportation. I'm gonna need transportation. Going from tree to tree, carrying different supplies around. So I'm gonna bring good old G B with me, Ghost Buggy. Oh man, yeah, what buddy. a good choice. Yeah, from Filmation's Ghostbusters. I can hardly wait. Mm. So bring him, so you know we can get 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 yeah. get out of here coconuts. Yeah. yeah, so we can just travel back and forth and get, <laughs> get things. Get, 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 get coconuts. Put put the fish to the fire. You carry everything. Yeah, a little, little think, transportation can keep you company. Yes, oh for sure. Yeah, he works as he's a dual a keep dual you laughing, friend too. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Will, what do you got over there?
0: Okay, I wish I would have gone with the team approach. Don't know why I didn't, but uh, these are these are three. Okay. And here's my here's one of them. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Marshall Brave Star, also a filmation character mm-hmm. from. Bravestar. As Marshall in New Texas, I have special powers and equipment that help me keep the peace. It's not because he's a Native American. Let's just get that <laughs> off your your brain right now, you bunch of sickos. It's already on. He is a law officer who lives on a desert planet full of all kinds of animals and bugs and monsters and types of you know, issues. Mm-hmm. It's an issued planet. <laughs> It's a it's a planet, New Texas. New Texas is a problem. Just like old Texas, there's a lot of problems there, (laughs) full of peril, just as I imagine an island would be. He's a marksman. Yeah, he has spirit powers that I didn't just now thought of. You're like would be very helpful.
1: He's Native American.
0: He's also Native American, (laughs) but let's leave that on the table. Okay, sorry. Let's leave that on the table. Sorry.
1: Number two for your team, Travis. Uh, Number two for my team, Will, uh, is going to be Orko. I was afraid you were going to say that. Now, listen, you know, I hate it when people, you know, kind of say, uh, I'd pick a genie that way I could wish myself off the island. Well, this well, isn't exactly a genie. Not at all. No, <laughs> he is. He, at, at best, he's going to turn the palm trees into sharks. Mm-hmm. That's At best, it'll just be good buffoonery and laughs galore, man. He will not help you do anything successful except laugh.
0: That's success. That's how you spell success. <laughs> for sure. L-A-U-G-H. <laughs> right. Uh, will, numero dos for you, please. Well, if you're on an island, a desert island, yeah. you're going to be outdoors pretty much the whole time. Uh-huh. That's where you are. So you need an outdoorsman. Okay. Uh, you're going to be needing food. <laughs> Hopefully there's some fauna on the island uh. to be hunted down. So you need a hunter. Yep. No better outdoorsman, no better hunter than I that I can think of than the adamantium-laced mutant himself Wolverine Ooh. from the X-Men animated series. You got to ask yourself, do I feel lucky? Now here's a few things going on here. He is a great hunter. I mean, he's got those senses that allow him to smell and mm-hmm. all that stuff. He can kill something in a second. Yeah. Also, he's pretty much immortal. So, like, as far as eating and stuff like, he doesn't need to do a lot of that. So, a lot of the rations can go back to me, <laughs> keep me alive. Uh, anytime but, but, there's, but a- he's threat. an asshole though. He, he's he's gonna okay. okay all right, blah, go. Blah. All right, what you got? Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna throw himself. Between me and a threat anytime because he knows he can handle it. I mm-hmm. mean, it's just animals. I mean, Wolverine versus animals. It's a it's a dumb pair. <laughs> just don't even think about it. <laughs> but I know he's prickly. I know he can be a jerk. Yeah. But once, here's the thing. Once he spends time with people, he usually finds that he likes them for some dumb reason. I could play, a, I can be Jubilee all day. Yeah. Like, I can play into a Jubilee stereotype <laughs> of like, ah, mister. I will be his sidekick. Yeah, I will be his Wolverine cub, uh-huh. and he will open up over time. And at very least, he's going to have a ton of crazy stories to share over the <laughs> campfire because this guy's been around for hundreds of years. So, I mean, he's he has a lot to talk about. You just got to wait for him to open up a little bit.
1: <laughs> Number three for you, Travis. Well, much like you, companionship is on my mind very much so, Will. You know me. Uh, very companion-based over here. <laughs> uh, my pick is going to be Ariel. From Thundar the Barbarian, good sir.
0: I don't know what you have in mind, but I'm not going to help you.
1: It's going to get cold out there, you know, at night (laughs) on that desolate island. (laughs) So I'm going to need someone to chat with. And just talk to. And only talk to. Only talk to. Only talking, uh, And plus, she's super powerful, so she can, like, zap shit or whatever, you know. Yeah, yeah. Hashtag Savage Life. Uh, but, yeah, man, so Ariel. And listen, and plus, she's she's used to that, you know? She's used to that crazy world out there, man.
0: Yeah, she pretty much—I mean, she lives in a fucking war zone, so, yeah. Where there's a monster outside your door at every moment. I would think the Desert Island would be a nice oasis for her. <laughs> right? Will, what's your last one over there, bud? My last one. Yeah. Similar reasons to Marshall Bravestar. Okay. Any of the Moo Mesa crew from the, ca- what is it? The real <laughs> <laughs> the real house moves of <laughs> the Wild West Cowboys of <laughs>
1: Moo Mesa,
0: whether it's Dakota Dude or uh, what was it, Cowabunga Kid or something. <laughs> Something like that, Colorado, cow, <laughs> Colorado kid. There okay, you go. any of them because they are all lawmen who live in the Wild West. They're used to camping. Yep, they're used to hunting. They're used to firing their six shooters and all of that kind of good stuff. So, similar reasons to BraveStar, but things go really south, and we're in desperate need of food. Mm-hmm. Beef, it's good for you. Grade A Need to keep that iron up You know This is like Kobe Kobe beef here I'll be looking at them And seeing You know just giant steaks Like the first day That we're there So any of them Any of them uh, Anyone can come Come play On Will's Island All these ladies Have what it takes Mm -hmm. To survive On this island Yeah Because they all Managed to survive No one dies And did you notice How fast their, I mean their clothes Just dried after being In the ocean And they're already rags (laughs) <laughs> yeah they pretty like if you take a dip if you take an ocean dip yeah the ocean's greedy yeah ocean's thirsty for a little bit of lady garb and it's going go. and it's just gonna it's trying to strip you don't spend too long in there if you're a lady yeah because you'll be naked by the time you get out <laughs> but the the face mascara is still intact well i mean it's probably tattooed on for yeah. some of them and applied deep deep tissue makeup At night, when they're cooking their meal or when they've had their meal of fish, Mm because everything goes great. There's no challenges that they can't overcome as a group of like eight pop stars. I want to see that. I guess. What what was that? Uh, I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. Is that that (laughs) what it was? I never saw it. But (laughs) that's basically what they're doing. But they eat their fish. And then I have to imagine it. This is the misfits thinking that they are uh, thanking. The holograms for helping them because, you know, the misfits are constantly taking a dump on them. Like they had to be convinced to work with them and only because it's to their benefit, did mm-hmm. they? Yeah. So I think they're thinking of it as like, what's the best thing we can do for them? We'll sing them a song. Uh, what yeah. better thing yeah. could, could I give you than a song <laughs> from me? It is a great song. Uh huh. It takes a lot. A song
1: worthy enough to be on the Footloose soundtrack, dare oh, yeah. I say. It's a jungle there, you in this
0: world. I want it right now. I want a two and a half minute version of this shit. It's just a great song. It is. I, I if you if the production is upped a little bit and mm-hmm. it lasted a little bit longer, I would just believe that it was uh, a would-be hit yeah, from 1987. Definitely. Good song. <laughs> much better song than the shit the dribble <laughs> that the the Jim and the Holograms were dropping on us and acting like it's music uh-huh. like this is what i want to hear yeah, this G- is what i want
1: yeah the jim and the holograms should really
0: have the misfits right for them they should collab uh-huh. do a collab oh, yeah. <laughs> get on a collab <laughs> and the video for it is great well yeah. i mean it's again don't know how much of it really happens cuz it involves demons Magical fire, charming uh-huh. like this. Fire is a snake. Tribal dancing, spiders and alligators, and it would have had Tipper Gore just in a tizzy Ugh. at the time. If she saw this, she just would have said, "Nope." <laughs> For like these three ladies, nope, nope, no, nope, no, nope, no, nope, no, nope. and because the thirty costume changes. Yes, and in reality, though, instead, I mean. The idea is that they say in real life, we're going to give you some advice, Mm -hmm. and then they start singing and music plays, and this music video happens on the island, supposedly, and then when they come to, like, from the video, everybody's just sleeping because we've now Mm fast-forwarded. But what happened when they sang the song? (laughs) Because either they have the ability to make a music video happen or it's just three women in tatters like jumping around and just singing this song with no (laughs) musical accompaniment offbeat yeah just I mean it's a fucking mess is what it would be and I mean that I wish we could see like you cut from the video hard to this and going and then tripping over each other The next morning after they have gone to sleep, after you know, it's like you drink a big warm glass of milk. Mm-hmm. That is the equivalent of listening to a misfit song, yeah. at least on a, <laughs> okay. a desert island. because Everyone just falls fast asleep. Uh-huh. And when the holograms wake up the next morning, the misfits ladies are already well ahead of them. Yeah, trying to get they're trying to get to the highest place on the island, which is this plateau. They say something about how one of them was a girl scout Uh and that's why they know these things and i I mean that's probably true i wasn't in girl scouts and i barely made it Mm -hmm. out of i didn't even make it out of cub scouts so i certainly never got any real training but it's just funny because they say it with such sureness like oh she was a girl scout she was a she was a navy seal that's that's (laughs) with the same tone that this is said like well then who can question it that's absolutely what we should do but they brave you know more warthogs more mosquitoes more whatever they end up having to create jim has to create a holographic elephant to scare off the warthogs mm-hmm. which i think was just somebody saying let's throw the artists a bone and just let them you know draw an elephant for once they do climb the plateau When they get to the top, they're hearing tribal music. Mm -hmm. And so I cut, you know, they tricked me. I certainly thought there was going to be some kind of uh, aboriginal people. Yeah, There's a hut up there and they go in and there is a, gramophone yeah. playing a record. Like, genuine tribal music. So it must be like a field recording that someone did for National Geographic right, or yeah. something, or at least a Talking Heads album. But they get so mad, like uh, Pizazz is mad and knocks that thing over. It's just
1: a dumb record!
0: And somebody in a giant scary mask jumps in and just says, Ahuga!
1: Ahuga! 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 Ahuga!
0: It's clearly somebody just in a mask. Jean shorts that are that are pretty much a thong at this point. Well, that's what happens when you get washed up <laughs> on an, an island. You can
1: tell how long someone's <laughs> been on an island by the ocean's how thirsty short their shorts. For, yes.
0: How short their shorts get? Nature's hungry for our clothes. Uh-huh. <laughs> Denim or anything. Yes. It's getting it. Well, they rip the mask off the guy because they're just pissed at him for scaring him. Mm-hmm. And it is the uh, probably the MVP character mm-hmm. Angus of the Bean. episode. Angus McBean. <laughs> Angus McBean. <laughs> Angus McBean. He, he's got the Jesus uh, hair situation uh-huh. where his hair's long and he's got the big beard. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he totally looks like pictures of your parents in 1975. Uh. Like where it's just like shorts that are too short and kind of a ratty red long sleeve or something like that. And then, Low tops, yeah. low top converse. Just so like we're, we're our parents. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it, it really looks like a lot of pictures of seventies parents. It does. <laughs> it does. Oh, damn! You broke me, gramophone. <laughs> Who are you? And be quick about it. I'm Angus Bean, a hermit since I got my heart broke, but that's all over now. <laughs> oh, the best character. Oh man, he is—he is a gem. Yeah, he is a gem. <laughs> And as far as I'm concerned, he can replace Jim as the main character of this show. Uh, I want to know. Okay, so this is a man, let's say in his 20s to 30s. OK. okay? And he has been on an island, self-exiled, out of heartbreak. Uh-huh. What happened? What happened to this man? What I mean, because it's probably that he he took it too hard. Uh-huh. Let's just admit there's yeah. probably no situation that requires or merits a person a relationship problem that merits you going to a desert island and intentionally getting yourself stranded. No way.
1: He he went out he went out kicking rocks and drinking
0: one night on his little boat probably. Oh you think and it then... accidentally happened. Yeah, I think okay. so. Okay. Think I'm so. I'm thinking he did it on purpose, <laughs> but he's overreacting to whatever <laughs> happened. I admit since I got my heart broke <laughs> Angus McBain. I can't you just imagine like him sticking out of like his own logo with his arms outstretched like Angus McBain, the adventures of heartbroken Angus McBain. Oh man, they they leaned in hard with their British (laughs) characters on this show.
1: Was his plan to start a a tribe with the mask or just to scare people off?
0: Well, there's nobody else around, so it's a tribe of one. Isn't that a billboard's ad state? No, that's a team of one. Yeah. I don't know. What I don't think his plan was anything but uh, I'm heartbroken.
1: I gotta get out of here.
0: And then just like you know, I don't know how he got there. And maybe he just asked a plane to just drop him there or something. But I don't know what his plan was. Mm. Get away from the heartbreak. Get away from the pain. Well, he does. One, he falls in love with Stormer, the blue-haired member of the Misfits, immediately. Like to the point where he is pushing the other women physically out of the way. Oh, he's manhandling yeah. everyone. He's he's being. A little forward, because he's asking, do you believe in love at first sight? Well, I shouldn't do. Like, just getting in her face right away, and she seems not so much into it as she is passive towards Mm -hmm. him. Yeah. But he has a ham radio, or whatever it is, a CB radio, I don't know. That seems like something you only have in trucks.
1: A a gramophone CB radio, yes, basically.
0: (laughs) It should have been made out of coconuts. I wished it was that. Right. But he he says, that's such a sad character. He says, I got sad, because they're going to try and contact the ship. Uh Uh-huh. Jim is the only one that's going to do that, and he says, "Last year I got lonely and tried for a month to raise a ship. Got nearly a peep. I got lonely last year, <laughs> <laughs> and I can't help but just imagine him the whole year lonely. Uh-huh. But then he got over it. You know, he found a piece inside himself where he's no longer lonely mm-hmm. to be on this island all by himself. But like, I got lonely last year and I tried to sh- reach ships to come pick me up at this island, and it didn't work."
1: That is a sad. That's a
0: sad. It's a very sad character. He he is, he seems quite happy. Yeah. He seems quite high spirited for uh. a man who's living, uh, self exiled onto yeah. an island. But the ship has been trying so hard to find some kind of semblance of life out there on the radio waves. Mm-hmm. So, of course, they hear Jim's call for help. Yep. They come back to the island. Somehow. I don't know, maybe we just cut the episode too early, like Uh they don't show us what happens, but the Misfits don't seem like they're brought to trial, Uh -uh. (laughs) or even charged, (laughs) Uh, they just, everybody gets back onto the ship, and there's a comment about, look at it, I can't believe it, Misfits, and holograms working together. Uh-huh. And I don't know if Jim just said, you know what? I don't want to deal with these people in court. It's just going to give them more limelight. Their song the, during the during the fire was pretty good. I'll let them pass. I, I, don't wa- I, I don't want them to start doing a better song than me in court because <laughs> it might inspire the court to just dismiss everything and they'll get a bunch of a PR from it. Uh-huh. So maybe that's what it is. I don't know. I think they're too forgiving if that's where it's coming from. If yeah. it's just a matter of, well, we'll just let it pass because they kind of helped us out. Man. <laughs> This is. I think the series could only end with the Misfits in jail or somebody from one of the bands dead and everyone looking like, oh my God, how did it get to this point? Yeah. Because it just seems like they were spiraling downward, 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 and escalating, escalating, escalating. I didn't mean for this to happen. To like a, a knife through the heart. Mm-hmm. Like some kind of very Shakespearean end for this group of musicians. You get a knife, get a knife, knife get a, a knife.
1: knife
0: in your heart. <laughs> on today's episode. On today's episode is the segment in which we here at the Days Past Tooncast dig up a moral. However deep or shallow it may be buried. Whatever tide pool it it lays in. (laughs) In in the cartoon. Mm -hmm. We're gonna find that damn thing. We're gonna find you. And we are about to do it right now with Jim. Yeah. Island of Deception. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, Now there was, Jim sometimes had PSAs at the end of their episodes, uh, similar to a G.I. Joe, similar to a He-Man, all that kind of stuff. They they did it too. Maybe not as often, maybe not the same style, but they sure did it. In this, three children, none of them older than 10 yeah. at best, mm-hmm. are walking down the street. One of them, the youngest looking one, mm-hmm. the <laughs> little blonde girl who looks like she's like uh, from uh, <laughs> Miracle on 54th Street, or whatever it was yeah. called. 34th, 34th Street. 34th. Okay, yeah. Oh, thank you. I was close. I was like 20, <laughs> 20 off. You're right down the block. Yeah. She is carrying in a, in a bag some medicine that she was sent to pick up for her dad. Uh huh. And when the little boy that's with them, his stomach hurts or whatever his problem is, she says, I just picked up my
1: dad's prescription. Makes him feel better. Want some? Well, I don't know. I don't think it's a good idea. You're right. Never take medicine unless it's given to you by your doctor or parents. He should go to his parents if it's a real emergency and your parents are gone ask a neighbor for help Now I know the right thing to do doing the right thing makes you a superstar huh.
0: <laughs> They call them superstars, uh, I think is what the segment is called yeah. we should consider yeah. adopting that super <laughs> taste best TuneCast cast superstars. Yeah <laughs> uh, This is a failing of the parent she should not be going to get your prescription at age I'm going to say 8. Yep. Don't let one don't let her walk around on the street alone. <laughs> and two, don't send her to pick up any kind of drugs that could be a problem for anybody. Mm. Yes. I I that's that's just a bonus moral. Yeah. That's uh, be a better parent. That's the, that's the day's past superstar <laughs> yeah. moral. Yeah. Now it is great because Jim is there to save them. Mm-hmm. And she's leaned up against a, a Rolls-Royce. Oh yeah. man. <laughs> In full gym regalia, and she she could be mistaken for a very neon, uh, a very inventive uh-huh. sex worker. Yes. Uh, easily. Fr- it's, it's, Fringed it's, purse. <laughs> yes. It's the lean. It's the lean that does it. When you lean back with your arms crossed on, like, as a lady on a street that looks like New York, and you have... What she's wearing, mm-hmm. and you're leaned up against a car like, I guess usually they don't lean on cars, but <laughs> it's, but she's leaned up like that with her leg out, and it's just, oh, man, either that or she's trying to get an old cartoon car to stop in Hitchhiker. Right. I think it's just like, oh, thanks, Jim. Cool. Yeah. But that's what makes them superstars. It is. All right, Travis, whether yes. it is from that particular superstar segment or mm-hmm. from any other part of this episode, on today's episode, what moral did you learn? Well, this moral is important,
1: Will, because this is going to bring in the New Year's resolution, of okay. course, too. Okay. Um. So watching Jerrica, a.k.a. Jim, run around, man, uh, it, it stresses me out. You know what I'm saying? And, and what I gained from that is you can't be two places at once, Will. So why stress yourself out trying to be everything to everyone? Mm-hmm. You know, just slow it down, know yourself and be true to the person that really matters. and That's yourself. Interesting.
0: Yeah. Will, what did you gain? Morally, it was it was a feast. OK, there's a feast of morals. Yeah, uh, it was a smorgasbord buffet. It's a goddamn buffet. Cornucopia. That they laid out for us mm-hmm. and I could barely make it away <laughs> with three plates full. <laughs> I, I wanted more. I tried to I, I brought the little plastic bags like a grandma, you, you know, you like put them in
1: your cargo short pocket. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm.
0: Everything. The ones that I managed to get away with. Mm <laughs> hmm. Elephants are a wild boar's natural enemy. I can't think otherwise after seeing this episode. Right. Yeah. I think if this is not already documented in a a nature report somewhere, Uh a zoologist's lab, do Uh they have? They don't have labs. Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) They just put animals together and see how they react, and that's the lab. It's just a cage. (laughs) Yes. Uh, This is something that should be used. I mean, we're always talking about how we need AR 15s or whatever to fight the wild boar. Yes. But maybe we just need elephants.
1: Yeah. Instead. Okay. A couple okay. African uh, yes. elephants, Elephants. <laughs>
0: uh there's also boats. Mm-hmm. Stay off them. Don't even don't even think about it. No matter what
1: superstars are playing no, on, there, just stay I, off that look, boat.
0: They can get on the boat and you can watch them from the shore if you yeah. really want to see uh-huh. them play or whatever. But I mean, good lord. Stay <laughs> off the da- and Travis, this goes for you too, Cruise man. Yeah. <laughs> right? Tom Cruise over there. Whoa. Baby. Stay off the boats. Yeah, okay. Okay. Because right. you're asking for it. Stay off the boats, kids. But I think, and this really, you, you really latched on to something that I, with your moral, yep. Travis, okay. uh, very close to my heart, very close to the moral that I took away that I thought was the, the juiciest morsel here. Mm-hmm. Don't succumb to peer pressure. Be yourself. Just like you said. Yep. Stay true to yourself. If you are a mean girl, mm-hmm. like Stormer is in The Misfits. Don't let the nice girls in the holograms peer pressure you into being nicer. Yeah. At the very end, they're all together. Stormer's was like, I don't know, maybe we could be friends. And these hologram girls are like, yeah, 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 let's do this. Whoa. Slow down. Mm-hmm. Uh, slow your roll as uh, Justin Bieber might say. <laughs> you had to reference after that? <laughs> I had to look him up. <clears throat> okay. It's a raffle. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> don't. Let someone else change you just because you want them off your back. I get that. But if someone's pressuring you saying, You, you, we can be friends, mm-hmm. we can be hanging out every day. Uh, you don't have to be yelled up by me constantly. You cannot beat me up, you cannot try to steal my gigs. It's like, well, maybe that's just who I am, and maybe who I am is good enough as a mean, spoiled jerk to be worth loving. Folks, thank you so much for joining us on this, the season finale of season two of the Days Past Tooncast. We finally got it right. Yeah. After we had a 71 episode season one, Mm -hmm. and then we came in here, and we we busted some heads, and we got it done. (laughs) Uh, So what that means for the Days Past Tooncast is that we're going to go away for a little while, and we're going to cook up a fresh batch of Tooncast episodes for you. Yeah, baby. We'll be back with new episodes in March, if not sooner. Stick around. Keep us in your feed. Keep listening those episodes. Hey, if you're newer to the show, go back and check out some old ones. Please do. While you're at it.
1: Mm-hmm. And listen, check out our Instagram and Twitter at Tooncast. And also, please also, this is very important, check out our YouTube uh, music video. Well, what did we record?
0: We recorded a parody slash mashup mm. of the X-Men Animated Series theme with Sir mix Baby Got, Got back. back. You can find it on YouTube by searching for Days Past TuneCast, or you can just follow the link in the show notes. Also, make sure whatever you're listening to us on, especially... On Apple Podcasts. Go and give us a five star rating and leave a review for us. Let us know what you think of what we're doing. Mm, Please. Please. All right, folks, happy 2020 to all and to all a happy 2020. And as always, tutor my duter. Happy New Year, tutor my duter. Pack of juicy fruit, 85 cents.
1: 85 cents? That is outrageous.
0: You ready, pal? Mm-hmm. Don't lie to me. I know when you're lying to me. I know when you're lying to me! I know when you're
1: lying to me! I know when you're lying
0: to Sounds like you're handling a wet balloon, kind of. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know when you're lying to me!
0: It takes a lot, takes, takes a lot of
1: In this world.
0: Yeah, I'm going to tell that dentist. Pull them out. Fucking get rid of them. Replace them all with something. Like, Fuck yeah. I don't want these things anymore. You have the materials. You have the technology. The finest porcelain you got. Oh, porcelain screws. You can make it with whatever <laughs> is the... Whatever will remain in my mouth and chop up food and look decent. <laughs> sure. That's it. That's all I need. I'm going to work on maybe a tooth a year. Huh? Like getting a tooth replaced <laughs> a year, I think. That'd that would be... Dope, be that's a good idea. <gasps> what are you... <laughs> I art that.